0: Hello and welcome to Reimagine Law. This is an innovative podcast based around legal education and legal careers. This is our first episode and due to the COVID-19 situation, we're trying to record from four different houses. Do bear with us if there's some technical issues involved with that. Now, four of us here have come together from four different organisations to talk to you about the shared values that we have. We've got Simon from My Kind of Future, Kerry from Jared Consulting, Nigel from Zaid Business School and I'm Fran from Queen Mary Legal Advice Centre. We're here to talk to you today about legal education and one of our aims is really to empower you and to help you make big decisions and to do that through tips and real practical advice that can help you learn how to follow the right path for you to sell yourself and ultimately to end up on the right journey. Now this first episode is called Know Thyself. So, what do we mean by that phrase know thyself simon perhaps you could start us off
1: thanks fran so uh, my name's simon as uh, fran said i um work at my kind of future and i've been involved in helping uh, organizations recruit their uh, graduate and apprentice talent for about 25 years um i, I guess the, the thing that strikes me fran is is this it is a really big decision and that in itself can make it quite frightening um and, and uh, you know it, it doesn't surprise me it kind of puts people off making these decisions or even embarking on it because it, it feels like such an enormous decision um so uh, 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 for me it's about breaking it down into kind of more manageable stuff and and, and i think a lot of the way uh, uh, people start uh, and, and students start job hunting in my experience to think about who do i want to work for and actually i think the first thing you need to be thinking about is who am i what's important to me? How do I wanna make a difference in the world? You know, What do I think, what my strengths are? What do I enjoy doing? What do I care about? What am I passionate about? What difference do I wanna make? That is the start point. And in my experience, that's what leads to the best decisions in terms of what careers you go on to do. And it's too easy to be blinded, I think, by particularly in universities, big, noisy brands saying, come work for us, come work for us. and Oh, they're cool, they're big, I'll go and work for them. So uh, I think that's why it's so important that you start with yourself. And, and I know Kerry and then Fran, you've got stuff to come back on. So Kerry, I've obviously said something that's got you excited so far away.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I I totally agree. I think the um, it's all about trying to find the the package of things that are, are going to fulfil you most in your career. Um, and... Central to that for me is, um, you know, your value set. Um, what's what's really important to you? What runs through your your core? Um, and I think if you don't if you don't get that right, if you're not honest with yourself, then you could end up spending a lot of time working in a place um, doing the type of work that maybe just isn't very satisfying um, at, at best, and and at worst actually something that's really quite demotivating. So. Um, taking some time to reflect, um, thinking through, you know, who who you are, uh, what's really important to you, um, you know, what are those kind of intrinsic motivators um, that are really going to get you get you going? Um, are, I think is a, is the most important starting point. Um, and I know Fran, you were going to add something to that.
0: Yeah, I mean Kerry, I think you've hit the nail on the head with the word reflect. Uh, time and time again, we see students at Queen Mary, you know, who um, know they want to be a lawyer and you can forgive them for um, being wooed by the media or perhaps the money, especially if they've come from backgrounds that are underprivileged or, or you know, where there hasn't been that level of money. Um, but actually, encouraging young people to really look inside themselves and it's hard, you know, reflection is not supposed to be an easy process. It's often better done in a community where you can talk things through with other people. Um, and it's a, it's a way of making a meaning out of what you're thinking, not just having those kind of ramblings in your mind or, or the lack of direction. Um, so, Nigel, yeah, I think um, you wanted to come in on that.
3: Yeah, it's just it's just a thought. It's, it's interesting, this thought of energy. I think, you know, you've hinted a few, you know, I think all of you so far, Simon, Kerry and you've hinted at that thought of what gives you energy. And I think that it's, 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 it's the thinking, but it's also the reflection that comes from reflecting on when you do something, when you're involved in certain projects, certain tasks, when you're at university, when you've been in clubs and societies, what do you really enjoy? What do you really enjoy doing that really, you know, makes you, you know, that you really, whether it's, a, you know, the interaction with a large group of people or do you prefer doing things in smaller groups? You know, what is it that actually gives you your energy? You know, they talk about the difference between introversion and extroversion being that sort of where do you get your energy from? And i think that's a really nice thing to think about and simon you you know you made that point about the big brands on you know that sometimes you interact with and come on campus visits or campus um campus days and and just almost i think it's having the confidence sometimes to ask the really quite personal day-to-day questions of those representatives of those types of organizations Say, what does it look and feel like uh kerry
2: yeah absolutely nigel i think um once you're clear on what you stand for and what's important to you it's it's doing that sense check with the culture of the organization that you're, you're you're thinking about joining um if you're doing the rounds and doing your research then really really thinking through you know what are they saying about themselves try to get in front of those people to ask them what it's really like there what, they, what really matters um to the organization how do the people act and behave day to day in those organizations because they might say that they have certain values, but are they living them? Um, so you're really trying to get under the skin of, of, of that. And, and part of it's gut feel actually in terms of who you, you know, who you meet on the day who you're speaking to, whether that's virtually, of course, or um, or you know face to face in a real setting, um, I think it's it's really important to be honest and ask honest questions.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think, um, Fran, you've touched on it about asking questions. It's about asking questions of yourself and asking questions, obviously, of other people and being inquisitive. And, and let's face it, you know, it's a really important skill curiosity or behavior or competence. Or you know, it, it's something that's really important. So don't be afraid to be inquisitive and curious. It's actually a, a strength, it's a good thing to, to, to do that. So I think that's really important. And I think the other piece, just coming back to a, a comment that's made a bit earlier on, is this whole journey about understanding yourself and what's right for you and all that kind of stuff is is not an easy thing. And uh, I remember a really brilliant quote from someone we had speak at one of our events a couple of years ago. Uh, he was actually an alumni member from one of our Bright Future Societies. Uh, and he, he basically said, all the answers you ever need are in the room. You've just got to go ask the question.
0: I was also just going to make the point that working out what the culture of an organisation is and what you want and whether there is that match between either... The culture of a profession or the culture of that organisation is hard. Um, I've certainly made bad choices at different times, whether that's on a a micro level or a macro level.
3: Yeah, I think I I think that's really interesting, and I think the importance, as you say, Simon and Fran, of of reflecting, but then also what you will learn by by doing. And uh, your curiosity point is absolutely well made. Uh, I remember when I used to be talking to lawyers, you know, my role when I was in house doing my learning and development work with them, and. And they were very nervous about going and doing networking, for example. And they said, Oh, that's all very scary. I'm I'm quite an introvert. I don't like doing that. They said, So, and I said, No, no, no. it's really, it's really okay, guys. The point is to be interested. Don't try and be interesting. And, you know, so the point about curiosity, asking questions, um, Simon.
1: Yeah, I I think, uh, and and that curiosity uh, uh, aligns to um, don't be afraid to try stuff. Um, And, uh, Fran, you made the point about bad choices. I probably made more bad choices than good choices but you 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 make I think you learn more when you reflect um from bad things that happen and good things that happen I've got an old boss of mine um I definitely learned more from the bad things than he did than the good thing but I love him for it because actually I learned so much from it so I'm a massive fan of trying stuff if you think that there's a role that you might do that might suit you and all that kind of stuff there's so many different ways to try stuff um And that's one of the wonderful things about being university. It's such a rich experience, and there's so many things that you can do to try it. So I'm a massive fan of trying stuff. And if it doesn't work out, that's kind of one less thing to do. I remember when I was a kid. I I was a kid. I was 17, 18, and I didn't have a clue what I was going to do with my life. And my dad giving me grief about being directionless and pointless and, you know, all those other adjectives that your parents used to describe you. I said, I don't know what I wanted to do. And he said, well, Simon, let's look at it from another way. What don't you want to do? And I said, uh, I don't like blood. So he said, right, you're not going to be a doctor. You're not going to be a vet. And we, I don't remember where the conversation went from there. But sometimes it's about narrowing things down by just reflecting a bit on yourself about what you like, what you don't like. Because as I said at the beginning, it's a big decision. And it's not something that happens like that. You need to go on a journey to find out this journey of curiosity, this journey of trying stuff, this journey of asking other people, getting input, insight from other people. Uh, it's all part of how you get to that point where you can be as confident as you can that that you've made the right decision about yourself and therefore what you go on to do. Fran? Um,
0: In uh, clinical legal education we often talk about a phrase I just love called disorientating moments and you know the whole point of students um, acting in student law clinics like the Queen Mary Legal Advice Centre alongside their studies is that we can give them these organic um, disorientating moments where they feel nerves, they feel out of their depth, um, things go badly wrong, but you know to have those disorientating moments you've also got to have the concurrent support mechanisms and reflection and people aren't taught how to reflect or how to deal with those things when they go wrong. Um, and you know we also talk in class quite a lot about this idea of being a lifelong learner um, and I, I often get these really confused faces back, looking back at me you know when I say um, it's crazy that at the end of three years we put a, you know, a, a result on you and send you out into the world. And and at this point, while you're still an undergraduate student, you kind of think that's the end of learning, or maybe end of bar school or, or, or whatever. It might be the end of learning, but actually, this idea that when you go into the workplace, that hunger for knowledge, that hunger for self-development, that hunger to reflect and to receive feedback from peers, not just managers along the way, um, is what will help you develop.
2: Yeah, and I, I think there's, um, you picked up on, uh, you know, speaking to people and asking questions and um, it just prompts something in my mind um, around, you know, who who do you have around you that you can ask um, for their opinion? So it doesn't, you don't have to have, you know, um, strong networks in in law firms to, to get under the skin of who you are. Um, it's about understanding who knows you best. So ask your mum and dad, ask your friends, ask, you know. People around you that have a view on, you know, what they think you enjoy, where you get your energy from, um, where your sort of your natural talents lie as well. There's a whole sort of package of things I think that build up to, to um, creating what will be a fulfilling career for you. Um, and I think just ask asking those around you that know you best as well. And then the other thing that that prompted the thought was. Um, There are lots and lots and lots of online resources around now as well that can um, provide you with just that space to think. Um, There are lots of online little mini career quizzes. I think um, UCAS have one um, called, um, I think it's the Buzz Quiz. And you can go on there and answer a series of questions about yourself and it comes up with um, a a little bit of a profile for you. It's based on um, the introvert, extrovert, the sort of MBTI model, um, and, it, and it and it basically tells you what kind of animal you're most like uh, it's a bit of fun um, but it, it gives that personality to that to that animal and it gives you a bit of a, a chance really to reflect on what that's saying about you you play it back and you think actually is that is that me does that represent me what does that tell me about myself what does that tell me about what I might like to go go into in terms of a in terms of a role going forward I think Simon you you're gonna mentioned something
1: there too yeah just to reinforce the, the first point you made Kerry about surrounding yourself with different groups of people who can help you who have got different levels of expertise and insight um, and you need to get it from different places you know because your parents or your carers or whoever you know they'll have had a series of experiences that will have informed them about what they think and what's important and, and how things are and, and, and your your group of student friends will, will have another group. And so it's important to have different uh, groups of people who you can go to. And the other thing I would say, because my experience is people can be quite reticent about asking for people for help. My experience is, despite what the media try to convince us of, most people in the world are decent people um, and they want to help. And they enjoy helping other people. A lot of people get a huge buzz from helping other people. If I think about all of us on this podcast, we want to help you. You know, that's why we're here. And we do it because we, you know, we get joy out of doing that. And we get pleasure out of doing that. So don't be afraid of asking people for help because you will find most people will happily give you you help. Nigel
3: yeah we, we used to sometimes in coaching situations when, when i do coaching we talk about that concept simon of people almost having what they call a personal boardroom where you have all these different people as you say who might be at slightly different levels of experience and i always encourage people if they were in one sector say they're in the law firm to say hey but who could you get perhaps at a the client who might be in pharmaceuticals or something you know go go broad go outside get a get a wide view and the other thing i was going to say to building on some of the things that we've all been saying here that point around playing with things and actually trying things whether you know you feel comfortable with a friend with a family with a good mentor someone you feel you, you've run a project with you know try something you know perhaps it's the way of how you present or how you come across and then say I always think of it as a dial and just say can I turn that up a bit or turn that that style down a bit you know play with some different elements of how you come across how you you know how you how you um how you present all those different things so but playing and learning by doing and I'm a massive fan of all the work of Ibarra on career paths where she where herminia always talked about you know the experimentation point and almost like stepping stones and just seeing as we said a bit earlier in this podcast you know what does it look like what have I learned from that experience so oh actually okay I might not have liked 80% of that project but there were t- a few things there I' actually learned about myself actually I do enjoy doing.
2: Yeah, and so sort of following on from that, really, it's it's what kind of um, work schedule, what kind of routine do you do you thrive on? What kind of environment do you do you thrive in? Um, it's it's it, what what do you like around you that gives you that energy, um, that motivation to put your all in, uh, where you know, time just flies. Uh, and then really really think through and reflect, like you said, Nigel. You know, when when you're experiencing these things. Are you experiencing um, that spark in your fire, or is it a bucket of water on your fire? Um, How how are you feeling in the moment?
1: Yeah, the other thing as I I listen to this, there's loads of really good (laughs) suggestions and pointers and and thoughts to do. And um, this might sound a bit odd, bearing in mind what we're doing here, but that can sometimes feel a bit overwhelming about all the things you could do. so just reflecting a little bit and, and trying to put myself in your shoes a bit uh, is, you know, there will be things that we'll have talked about that you think oh, will have resonated more than others at this point in time. And, and I would say, you know, so do little bits of the time. Don't try and do everything we're talking to you about today because you'll just overwhelm yourself and, and or you'll just stick your head in the sand and go, oh my God, this is far too much. Pick up on just a couple of things and just focus on them for the next couple of weeks or a month or whatever it happens to be and and, and then pick on. So kind of, um do it in bite-sized chunks uh that, that kind of feel right for you at the time because you know that as i mentioned earlier this is a journey that you're going on and, and you'll come at it at different times and you feel different at different times depending on what else is going on in your life so don't try and feel you've got to do all this stuff i, I think maybe pick up a couple that, that really resonate with you and, and and then go on from there and that comment seems to have got Fran with stuff to say and nice stuff say. So, Fran, do you want to jump in
0: Yeah, to add to that, don't be afraid as well to change your mind along that journey. You know, paths are rarely straight. I started a career in one aspect. I always wanted to be a barrister, woke up eight years later, realized I didn't like it anymore and took a pretty big career change. And it took a while to get your head around that. But actually, I'm better for it. And that's part of my rich history. So if it's starting to feel a bit overwhelming, just as Simon said, taking it one step at a time and, and remembering that that change is good, change is healthy, and change is totally acceptable. Nigel,
3: no, I was just going to ask actually, Fran. That just made me think of almost again for the listener. What do you think made you come to that conclusion? Was it some of the things we've been talking about today around you know some things you identified that you were liking or not liking? How did you come to that decision? Do you think?
0: Um, I was very young. I went the quickest route you possibly could to the bar. And um, it's a tough life at the criminal bar, a really, really rewarding life. And someone suggested I did a, a different type of role, you know, a comment. Again, I wasn't looking to do that, but my diary was empty. So I did something I never thought I would do, prosecuting, not defending, a desk job, everything I said I'd hate. Oh my goodness, you know, (laughs) all of a sudden there were avenues and things happening and it wasn't quite as boring as I thought. And and that started the change for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think the other thing is is, you know, rightly or wrongly, or for better or for worse, jobs for life don't exist anymore. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a career for eight years uh, and then waking up one morning and go, This isn't for me. And because we change, you know, things happen in our lives um, that, that, that bring about that change. So again to try and make this decision not feel so quite so overwhelming. My really strong bit of advice is don't take this, you know, you know, the decision you're gonna make about what you're gonna do when you come out of university and the job, you're gonna go, I'm doing this for 50 years. Highly <laughs> unlikely, possible, but highly unlikely. So again, to try and not make it feel like such an enormous decision. You know, the, the, the days of that are, are, are gone for better or for worse. You know, career changing is really common we all increasingly want more and more variety in our lives and, and and we're in when we go through different stages of our lives um you know i remember for me personally i got back from my honeymoon and quit my job with nothing to go to <laughs> you know my life had changed i've been away for two weeks and had a lovely time uh, you know and i just felt I, you know, my life had changed and i wanted different things because i had a new priority because i was married and then five six years ago, i had a child and you know so Things happen in your life and it's absolutely okay. In fact, probably highly expected for you to do that. So don't feel the decision you're making is, God, do I want to do this for the rest of your life? Because so much change happens in the world. And boy, are we living that right now. Um, You you can just, you you can never know. So don't try and make that decision because it's too big a decision and probably not one that'll actually pan out anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean, you've you've hit the nail on the head. Um, And I think I I was going to use the phrase, portfolio career um, and and I like both of you have had um big career changes as well along the way and it is a journey I'm, I'm sure there'll be more changes for all of us in our even in our ripe old ages <laughs> um, but I think the it's about it's about collecting experiences it's about seeing those experiences for for what they are and learning from them um, and and as you said before uh, how you what your experience shapes you as you go along, and your priorities do change, and your outlook changes, and actually, some maybe sometimes your your values change as well because you you see, um, you see how certain things play out, and you may or may not agree with them or get your energy from them, and therefore, um, you you want to shift you want to shift that needle, and and that that's okay. And I think a lot of people worry at this stage because it does overwhelm you um and and most people want that sort of sense of control and sense of direction um and and that that's fine but also as you said simon the world we are living in is constantly changing i think there's one thing for certain that for the foreseeable future we all need to be really quite agile so having that open mind and going back to that word being curious again um is is really important as a as a as a sort of a mindset because the more you ask the more you seek out the more opportunities will come to you um so it's just if yeah just having a, having that curiosity and an openness to to just go experience things Fran. Um,
0: in a sense then just to kind of wrap up i think Kerry we have almost come full circle in that what we're saying is know thyself is actually a phrase that we should be Coming back to time and time again in a career, you know, not just now when you're thinking about university or at university or or graduating from university, but actually as as a lifelong journey.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a brilliant way to wrap it up. Really, I mean, you know, life is full of change, and sometimes it happens to us, and sometimes we need to drive it. Um, So, so I think, you know, applying some of the things that we've talked about today, but maybe just pick up on one or two that have resonated with you as an individual. That you feel actually for me, this feels like a really good, good, good next step um, to to do that, and uh, know that um, uh, uh, it's uh, a wonderful cliche to end for me. It's a journey, not a destination. Fran,
0: on that journey, I wonder if we can start to think about some action points. So, what we wanted to do with this podcast was to finish each episode um, with just inviting you, the listener. Um, to perhaps go away and complete something really practical that might help you digest what you've heard and, and start the journey of putting it into practice. Um, I don't know if um, anyone's got any ideas, but one of the things that I've just noted down while we've been speaking is perhaps to go away and have a real look at what it means to be either an introvert or an extrovert, and perhaps to have a feeling about, about where in that scale you lie. Um, and I call it a scale because you might find that you're more in the middle of the two. Um I don't
3: know if anyone else, uh, Nigel, you had a view. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say one, one little activity I sometimes give people, uh, again, some coaches is, is that thought of actually during a, a day or one day in every period of say, one, one day a week for a few weeks, jot down when you feel most energized. You know, it's a really interesting thing of actually what gives you energy in all the daily tasks you're doing. So sometimes that's quite fun. Simon.
1: Yeah, and I guess one of the options for me would be maybe think about, um, what are some groups that you could go and chat to some people, some networks that you could talk to very different types of ones, just to who you feel safe and confident with to ask some questions about what do you think I'm really good at? Where do you think my strengths are? You know, that starting with yourself, not who should I go and apply for or what kind of job would suit me, but, but look at it through that lens. I I feel might be a a good action point.
2: Yeah. And just coming back round full circle, really, to the values point, uh, write a list write a list of values that are important to you and try to prioritise them.
0: That's a great one to end on. Um, And I wonder if we should um, wrap up there for, for the session. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. That was a brilliant list of actions that we'll put into the show notes. And we look forward to hopefully seeing you at the next episode.